0: Hey guys, welcome back to Official Bravo Nation. This is our fifth episode, and today I'm going to be reviewing The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But first, I want to give a shout out to Anne-Marie Wiley, who so kindly reposted our podcast in her Instagram stories. She was so kind to do that. It was the episode titled In Defense of Anne-Marie Wiley, I was talking about how she's being cyber bullied. I don't like it. And I said so. And she listened to it. She actually said it was the best nine minutes she's ever heard. So that was really nice. I got new listeners, comments. I'm just so, so grateful. I'm just a little teeny tiny podcast. And it was really nice to have her repost us. So Anne-Marie, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The second thing I wanted to talk about was uh, my accent or some of the little quirks you hear when you're listening to my podcast. I do not have an editor. I don't know how to edit. I'm learning, trying to learn. And it's just me and my iPhone. I don't have like good podcast equipment. Hopefully I will get there, you know, as my podcast grows, God willing. I will get better equipment, learn how to edit better. But right now, it's just me and my iPhone. And I can hear the little, like, ums and smacking. And I'm like, why am I breathing like that? Or I keep saying tuh instead of to or her instead of here. You know, that is that's country, St. Louis twang sneaking in. I haven't lived in St. Louis in years, that's my hometown and i thought i got rid of that accent until i heard myself on this podcast and i the my words tuh i'm like why am i saying tuh i'm I mean to but you guys you have to hang in there with me and then put the not only do i have the st louis accent but then add a a v e for those who don't know african american vernacular english put those two together i mean i we sound just as bad as baltimore Like, it's a real country and just really a weird accent. So, guys, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But now, let's just get into the episode. This is season 13, episode 13, titled Tapas and Tattletales. I find it incredible that we are at season 13. I don't know if the double 13 has any meaning or significance with this being like a haunted episode, that's very interesting. But as someone who has seen every single episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I, it, it's amazing to me that we are at season 13. I mean, I remember season one when Camille was Erica Kane. <laughs> she was out of control. <laughs> but the summary says sudden takes the ladies on a getaway to Barcelona where Garcelle, Garcelle fears supernatural house guests. Kyle's bold fashion choice leaves the questioning this new Kyle. And Anne-Marie puts Crystal in the hot seat for talking behind the group's back. Okay, so the episode starts off with the ladies packing for uh, Spain. Uh, Garcelle has glam. She talks Garcelle is bringing glam. I can't believe that. We know Erica in season six, Erica started that whole bringing glam on the cash trips thing. And then Dorit came in season seven and just took it to a whole other level. And now it's a thing on a lot of the Housewives show. And we all owe that to Erica. We owe it to her or should we blame her for it? I don't know. <laughs> but Garcia is bringing glam for the first time. Dorit is, Uh, she's FaceTiming PK, who's in London, who's in bed. He looks like he's not feeling well. Then we go to Crystal's house and Crystal is with her housekeeper, Lucy. I love her housekeeper Lucy. Lucy is so cute, and Sutton and Abby are um, at Sutton's house. They're packing and talking, and then I see on Sutton's wall I see the fan art of I think it was last season or the season before, with the animated versions of the ladies, and it's on. She has it framed. That fan art, that's it was really that's a cool picture. That was really uh, nice. I would frame that too if that was me. But uh, Sutton talks about a friend of hers who has passed away. His name is Merce Cunningham. And I Googled and saw that he was a dancer, a choreographer, and he was at the forefront of modern American dance, um, which is really cool. I've never heard of him before, but of course I wouldn't. But she has his ashes and she's bringing his ashes to Spain. Uh, She wanted to find like a meaningful place to spread his ashes so she's gonna do it in Spain that's cool then the ladies go to the airport and um, Garcelle says she's never been to Spain which is surprising to me because she's like an international model I thought she would have been to Spain many a times but she says she's ready she's ready to go there for the food the culture the men the life (laughs) and they show all the women um, getting to the airport It was nice when I saw uh, Anne-Marie and Crystal just, you know, having a little conversation. But they were exchanging pleasantries and getting along. I like when the ladies get along. I like when the ladies fight and then they can make up afterwards. I don't like when the ladies fight, but that's part of the whole show. That's part of the whole thing. But I like when they can get past it. And I liked when seeing Anne-Marie and Crystal talking to each other. That was really nice. Then the ladies get on the plane. They're all flying first class, of course. And um, Dorit, her, she has on Chanel PJs and Chanel slippers. And she, the, it looks great. Of course it does. And it costs $1,200. I'm like, oh, my God. The irony is, though, Crystals has seven ninety nine dollars 99 clearance, clearance rack PJs and... Dorit is wearing $1,200 PJs and Sutton says she just brought hers from home. I would have loved to see what the other ladies, what theirs look like, but we only saw Dorit, Crystals, and Sutton's when they were on the plane. But then the ladies, they land in Spain. They're in a Sprinter van and Sutton says that they are going to draw for rooms. So we won't be having any Ramona and Sonia situations. If you guys have ever seen The Rose of New York City, it used to annoy the hell out of me the way Ramona would act. And Sonia would just be following Ramona. But Ramona, she was, oh, every time it came to the vacation and who gets what room, Ramona would act a damn fool. And I don't find it entertaining. Uh, I guess maybe some people do it was not fun to watch a 60 year old woman throw a tantrum because she didn't get the room with the bathtub. And I'm really happy that sudden is like, we are going to draw for rooms. We're not having any drama. And then sudden says, let's play a game called all of a sudden. And, uh, I was like, why? Why are we playing a game called All of a Sudden? It is Sutton's trip. So, you know, she has to entertain. She has to be the host. She has to make it fun for the ladies. But she asked them questions, like personal questions about her. Like, what's her dog's name? What was her father's name? How many kids she has? What's her middle child's name? And surprisingly, Erica... One, she knew all the questions and there was a little montage of all the ladies talking about how Erica is such a good listener. I don't think that's something that I recognized about Erica, that she's a great listener, which says if someone is a great listener, it says a lot about them, a lot of positive things about them. So that was nice to hear that Erica actually listens to them because there are I I won't say who, but several of them who not listening to anyone and you can see it through the TV so that was nice that Erica knew so much about Sutton that was shocking and she what she won was a tiara which she's gonna get later then the ladies pull up to uh, the Airbnb okay I was expecting I don't know why I was expecting I don't really know a lot about Barcelona Uh, I remember when I was a kid there was the Barcelona Olympics in 1992 that's really my knowledge of Barcelona but I was expecting like a five-star hotel and they pull up to a 14th century um, Sutton described it as a rustic chateau and I don't like rustic I'm just I'm a city slicker I don't do rustic and if I'm going to Spain, I want to stay in a nice, modern, beautiful suite. I don't want to stay in a rustic chateau from the 14th century. That instantly creeped me out when I heard 14th century. And Erica said, "Ooh, Jesus times." <laughs> the 14th century was not Jesus time. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) That was so funny. We are closer to the 14th century than Jesus was. But in the after show, uh, Anne-Marie says the same thing. She says she doesn't like old. She likes, you know, modern and new. And I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Give me something new. Give me a beautiful modern suite with all the new technology and amenities I don't want to stay in rustic. No, ma'am. But the host Zoe says that there are little people there. Like little haunted people. Which is just even, it's already creepy. And now it's getting creepier and creepier. And Erica said, little garden gnomes. That's where my mind went. I went little people. I in- instantly start thinking about those little gnomes. And like, they're there, they're haunted uh-uh, no. <laughs> Why does Sudden bring them there? But they draw for rooms. And then they go, to, we see each room. And the rooms just look dingy to me. They look dingy. Uh-uh, I don't like it. Nope, nope, nope. Then the ladies, they uh disperse into the rooms. And you see Dorit and Gorsil's glam come. But, oh my God, last episode, remember, we were talking about the mysterious black girl with the long braids, and I was like, I don't know who she is, she, they didn't show her name. Last episode, they didn't show her name, and I was like, she was there, it seemed like she was an assistant. Well, that's exactly what she is. They show her name this time. Her name is Kayla, K-A-I-L-A, and it says she is Dorit's assistant. So I was happy to at least, like, give us her name. She's there. She keeps popping up. So we finally solved the mystery of the mysterious black girl with braids. But the ladies get dressed, and um, Anne-Marie goes into Garcelle's room. And Garcelle, she's talking about um, the house being haunted. And she said it reminded her of uh, Haiti. You know, Haiti, I don't even really want to go there but haiti has a reputation for voodoo and garcelle said when she was a kid she, the people her i guess her mom would be like no don't look out the window because somebody was out there doing voodoo or they said people would turn into goats that's terrifying Uh Uh-uh. i don't like stuff like that and then i realized it's 11 p.m i think Christor said, sudden one of them said It's 11 p.m. They are the first two down. Crystal and Sutton are the first two down. The other ladies are getting dressed. And surprisingly, Kyle is the latest. That's shocking. Dorit was ready before Kyle. That's new. And then Storm comes out. Storm is the chef. And he is really cute. And Garcelle is just smitten instantly. And she's like, "Um, ooh, Storm can rain on me i don't know what she said something like that he can rain on her all he wants and then he she tells erica we can tag team him that was pretty cool it's nice seeing erica and garcelle getting along for temporarily at least and then we see a nighttime aerial shot of barcelona you know when they come back from commercial they'll show an aerial shot of barcelona that was so beautiful. I've never, I don't know a lot about Barcelona. I've never really looked into it. I was like, wow, that is the most beautiful aerial shot I've ever seen. It was stunning. Wow. Very beautiful. That caught my eye. And the ladies, they're all sitting down and having dinner. And sudden brings Merce into... And the Merce, her friend, whose ashes are in a Ziploc bag. And the ladies are appalled that he's in a Ziploc bag. Kyle's like, "Uh uh-uh, don't put me in a Ziploc bag. You can put me in a Birkin, but not a Ziploc bag. Garcelle's like, what? He meant so much to you, and you got him in a damn Ziploc bag? (laughs) But the thing is, Erica knows her shit. She did. She knew who he was. Well, she didn't really know... Merce because she said Mikey had to check her but she brought up other choreographers and dancers Martha Graham and Twyla and uh, Sudden was like no Twyla studied under Merce so um Erica knows her stuff you know we may not take her musical career serious but at least she knows like some of the basic like she really has a passion for that and you can tell and they show pictures of Sudden in the 90s, like as a dancer. I didn't know Sutton was a dancer. I had no idea. I'm sure she probably brought that up before and that kind of slipped my mind. I had forgotten all about that. But she looked completely different as a brunette. And it was nice seeing her in the 90s, you know, as a dancer. Um, I had no idea. Either I had no idea or I forgot one or the other. So Storm comes back in to uh, everyone's delight and the other lady, Anders, they bring in tapas, which are just appetizers. The ladies are eating and enjoying themselves. Mm, So delicious. And then Anne-Marie says she didn't mean to interrupt, but she needs to get something off her chest because there's clearly an elephant in the room. She apologizes for um, her part in all the drama and for saying the uh, lonely and insecure thing. And we see a flashback because I forgot about that, too. They were at the table at the um, Homeless Not Toothless Gala. And she was like, I'm going home to my family and my husband and other people are going home and being lonely. And um, she apologized for saying that, though. That wasn't nice. And she did apologize. And. Garcelle and Sutton, they were really offended by the lonely comment. And uh, I noticed something. Garcelle has a new confessional. The other confessional, the previous one, she, she had on yellow and her hair was kind of feathered. In her new confessional look, she has on gold. I don't know if it's a dress or a top, but it's gold. And I can tell that that was filmed after she saw the fan reaction to Anne-Marie. Because her energy is very different. The energy is different. She seems a little more hostile towards Anne-Marie to me. I don't know if that's what she was feeling, but that's what it appears. Because one thing Garcelle and Sutton are going to do is play up to social media. They do it. They (laughs) Seriously, Sutton's entire storyline this year is from social media. Go after Kyle. That's what she got from Twitter. And that's what she's doing. And uh, Garcelle does it too. And I can tell the difference in tone when she's speaking about Anne-Marie from when she has on the yellow to the new one in the gold. She's very stern. And she feels more... You know, I she's seen what fans have been saying about Anne-Marie, which is not nice. And I, I've already talked about this. They need to give her a break and give her some grace. Let her, f- um, you know, figure it out. And get, we've given Crystal... This is season three of Crystal. Crystal hasn't given time to, you know, get to her flow, feel comfortable with the ladies, you know, speak up more. And I think Anne-Marie should be afforded the same like let's give her another season to see how she would react and feel more comfortable you know maybe things would be different but um yeah i noticed that i noticed um also last week crystal was getting a lot of praise online because of her and Anne marie and uh some of the fans were taking crystal side and garcelle posts a picture of crystal Like, um, oh, I forgot I had this picture. Really, you forgot? That is playing into social media. She's playing it up. They always do that. I can't stand when they do that. I don't want my housewives to be influenced by what Twitter says. The people on Twitter are crazy. The commenters on Instagram, these people are nuts and feel entitled to attack these women. I don't want housewives getting their cues from Twitter. Twitter is a nightmare. But Garcelle is playing into social media. She posted Crystal because Crystal was getting a lot of praise this week. It's just so obvious. I don't like... uh, Don't act different towards me because of what social media says. But I can feel the energy... In Garcelle's confessional is very different towards Anne Marie. And I believe it's because she saw the response to Anne Marie. But Anne Marie apologizes again. This is, I think, like the fourth apology. And uh Crystal chimes in, and Anne Marie is like, uh uh, we're gonna get to you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Garcia also said, like, uh, if this is Anne-Marie's apology, she can keep it. Like, you know, you don't need to do that. You do not need to do all that. That's, all of that was not necessary. But Anne-Marie tells us the first time she met Crystal, Crystal said the ladies in the group are not intelligent, they're uneducated, and they're shallow. And, of course, they all took offense to this, but Dorit really took offense to it and she called crystal a child bride now i've seen some of the chatter online about her calling crystal a child bride that is a stereotype that i know nothing about Uh, apparently it's like a stereotype about asians i don't know anything about that i that's not something i'm not asian i'm african-american so i don't feel like it's my place to speak on that I don't believe that Dorit meant it in any, like, racially insensitive way. I think she was talking about the age difference between Crystal and Rob, who they show when Crystal got married to Rob, she was 24, and I think Rob was 45. And so I think that that's what Crystal was talking. I think that's what Dorit was talking about. I don't think Dorit was trying to be racially insensitive. I'm also not Asian, so I don't know. And so that's, as far as the child bride stereotype, I am I just can't speak on it because I have no knowledge of it. But Crystal says she didn't say that. She didn't call them unintelligent and uneducated, but uh, production, they did their job and they showed us her saying it. She said, these women are highly uneducated. But I've all, even in Crystal's, her uh, tagline this season, wisdom comes with age and I'm proving them wrong, which is just the, sh- I don't like, is she calling herself dumb? Like, if she's saying wisdom comes with age and I'm proving everyone wrong, is she saying she's not wise? I don't think so. I think she was being a little bit elitist. I get that from Crystal also. I think Crystal believes she's surrounded by a bunch of dum-dums. And, you know, if that's how she feels, that's how she feels. It's not nice. And I wouldn't want to be friends with someone who thinks I'm a dummy. But own it, at least. And she doesn't. And that's the problem. The problem is not what she says. Because we've heard housewives say 10 times worse than you're not intelligent. But you have to own it. That's the problem. When she said, I didn't say it. And then we see her saying it. And we all, all of the ladies were talking in their confessionals like, yeah, we believe it. We've had this same issue with Crystal telling us how, oh, this, I'm sorry, that's a big word. <laughs> so they all believe it. They all know she's capable of it. I absolutely believe it. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I also think you should own it. You have to own it. You can't say, I didn't say that. Or you can give, and this is a perfect time to give Anne-Marie some grace because she forgot. Crystal forgot she said that. And just like last week where Anne-Marie was like, I didn't say that. And then they showed her saying it. That's the same thing that happened to Crystal this episode. So we can give both women some grace and say they forgot that they said it. You know, it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget, after, especially after being on for a while. You've recorded a lot of things. You don't remember everything you said. So I'm going to give Crystal that grace. I'm going to say, Crystal forgot she said it. I believe she feels it. I believe even sitting there denying it, she still feels it. <laughs> but she was like, I didn't. did I say that out loud? No, I never said that but you know you gotta own it and um it's one thing for social media to say they're dumb it's another thing for one of them your actual friend to say it that's not cool at all then Anne marie says crystal also said that the ladies are fake socialites and she's the only true socialite in the group um okay who cares like does anyone care no one cares kyle was like i don't care crystal says she didn't say that she said she was the most social but not that she was the only real socialite so um i guess that's different okay dorit is still clearly annoyed and says that uh crystal is boring and that all of this that she's saying about them behind their back is her way of conjuring up a personality because truly she's boring that's what dorit believes then garcelle asks crystal flat out did you say this and crystal got offended she's like i'm offended that you would even ask me that and garcelle's like well we have to ask you i didn't understand why crystal was offended by that um you know did you say it did you say it or not you know but some of the ladies said that Anne Anne marie provokes crystal like she brings something out of her Like, we haven't seen this Crystal in three seasons. Crystal was like the Cynthia Bailey of the Beverly Hills housewife. She was the laid back, chill one. That's who I am in real life. That's why I would never be on a reality TV show. Because I would bore people to tears. But Crystal was the laid back one. And now she is fighting. Her and uh, and Anne-Marie are battling with each other. And Kyle's like... Anne-Marie provokes something within Crystal. Crystal, you know, her and Anne-Marie battle with each other. And we haven't seen that. And Crystal says, yeah, coming from the uh, nurse who thinks she's a doctor, who says she's a doctor. And um, Anne-Marie said, you know what, Crystal? You should thank me for giving you something to talk about and for making your ass relevant. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. You know, I think that's true. I think um we haven't seen this Crystal. We haven't seen her like this and I believe that Anne Marie is responsible for that. I mean, you know, I don't know why she's offended by that because she shouldn't be, but Anne Marie brought that out of her. And she's a part of the main storyline. We haven't seen this at all for 3 seasons. And now we see a feisty, sassy Crystal. And I'm enjoying it. You know, we need a little drama. It's not serious drama. But, you know, we need it. Then Anne-Marie says, uh, don't take my kindness for weakness. And Crystal says, when have you been kind? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Dorit suggests they put a pen in it and talk about it later. Because they're getting nowhere. And the ladies, they go back to their rooms. And you know what I noticed? You know, as someone who's seen all the episodes of Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know, remember back in old uh, seasons uh, after the ladies, when they would travel, they would go back to their rooms. And then we would see, like, iPhone footage of them uh, having a good time, drinking. It's like when the cr- camera crew left, they would still have their own little party afterwards. You know, it's not like I miss that part of it. I miss the fun, like Kyle and LVP or Rena would uh, be acting silly in the hotel or Kyle and Teddy would be talking or, you know, that is missing from this season. I like this season, but that part of it is missing. The only thing we got was Garcelle not being able to sleep and creep into Sutton's room in the middle of the night. Because she was like, those little people are going to come and get her. But yeah, I miss that. I miss the silly, fun things that we that were happening off camera. That we would see in iPhone footage. So the next morning, um, the ladies, we see them getting up, brushing their teeth, washing their faces. And uh, Garcelle goes to Anne-Marie's room. Erica is doing vocal exercises for some reason. And Sutton goes to Crystal's room. So Sutton, <laughs> there's this funny moment where Sutton can. The crystal's door to her room is huge, and is right there. And Sutton's like, "Where's the door?" And Crystal's like, "It's right there." She didn't even see. <laughs> she couldn't see the door, but Suttons closes the door, and Crystal says she's a lot, she's speaking about Anne Marie. And um. But Crystal also says she doesn't think anyone believes Anne Marie. Which is not true, because in the confessionals, all the ladies pretty much believe that Crystal was capable of saying that they were not intelligent and they were uneducated they all the ladies actually do believe that, but Crystal doesn't realize that, of course, because she can't see the confessionals she's uh last night when she was watching it at home, she saw it, but um Sutton is encouraging Crystal to confront Anne-Marie. She's like, you can't let her get away with that. She's like, provoking. She's want Crystal to speak up more. And Crystal has, to me, Crystal has been speaking up more. But Sutton wants, um, Sutton is producing. This is what Kyle, uh, gets accused of all the time. And what Garcelle does too. But now Sutton is producing. Sutton is telling uh, Crystal, she needs to go after Anne-Marie. And not let her get away with What calling her a liar or whatever she said. And Sutton also talks about uh, her and Crystal and how they have a renewed friendship. And we see flashbacks of, remember when they were in Lake Tahoe and Sutton was rubbing her face with that wrinkler thing? I don't know what it's called, but she was rubbing her face and her and Crystal had just met and the whole privacy and I don't see color thing had taken place. So they have come a long way from back then because they were in a terrible place in Lake Tahoe the ladies are all in like the sitting room area and um, they're going to get two different uh, sprinters and they're talking about what they're going to do today and then Erica says uh, I have news she had legal news that a higher court like turned over the ruling of the lower court about her earrings remember last season her earrings was uh, they were like $750,000 earrings and she, she had to turn them over because they were believed to have been bought with the money from the stolen widows and orphans and she had to turn them over. She was really upset about turning over those earrings because she had had them for a long time and so the higher court turned over the ruling of the lower court and um, In the after show, she said she never, you know, the the earrings are gone because they ended up selling them at auction. So she's never going to get the earrings back. But Erica was not happy with the response. She was expecting the ladies to be like, oh, you know, you're redeemed. She feels redeemed because, you know, when the whole Tom thing came out, a lot of people did rush to judgment. A lot of people blamed her. I never blamed her. I don't think it was fair. You can't be a trophy wife and work at the law firm. You know, you're one or the other. She was a trophy wife. She was the beautiful young wife. And she took care of the home. And she didn't know what he was doing in his law firm. That's ridiculous. That people, But, of course, Tom is nowhere to be found. He's in some facility. And Erica is the face, the public face. So she took the brunt of it, which was not right. It is not fair To blame women for men and their bad behavior. And that's exactly what happened to Erica. I I never liked people blaming her for that. But a lot of people did. Especially Sutton. Sutton was very hard on her. And uh, this is why Sutton and um, Erica. I don't think they could ever be real friends. Because I don't think Erica will ever get. She can't get past that. She can't get past how Sutton Kind of kicked her when she was down, you know, she was low and the whole world was falling on top of her. And Sun was like, I don't want my reputation damaged. I'm sorry. And Erica, she Erica doesn't she hasn't forgotten about that. And Garcelle was like, you know, in her confessional, she's like, I wish Erica would just give back the earrings just to get some better karma going, you know, just for karma's sake. But Erica, you know, those are her earrings, and she wants them. But she was disappointed in the response. She wanted a bigger response, and um, she didn't get it. So the ladies leave. They all get it into the uh, Sprinter vans. Marie, Dorit, and Erica, they're in one Sprinter van. Crystal, Kyle, Sutton, and Garcile are in another. And they are going up these, like the uh, Sprinter van or driving through these winding cliff roads. I don't know what they're called. But Crystal starts to get nauseous. And Kyle is, we you know, Kyle is scared. She's scared of everything. So she's like, I don't like these roads. But Crystal gets nauseous and they're like, pull over the car. She's pulled over. She gets out the car. I think she vomits. I'm not sure. But her hands are swollen and her veins are really pronounced. And then Anne Marie comes over and kind of like tends to Crystal. And Kyle says the universe works in mysterious ways because last night they were at each other's throats and now Crystal's at the mercy of Anne Marie. So Kyle dials 911 and that's where the episode ends. So I don't know what's going on with Crystal. I hope she's okay. But um, we see uh, clips from next week's episode. And Sud and Kyle are crying with each other. Like, I love you. I should have been a better friend. And then we get... A, I saw Garcelle versus Dorit. Oh, no. Please, no. With the microaggressions. And I, I just don't want to go back there. I hope it's not that. I hope they get to a better place. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's my review of... The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, Hopefully uh, my podcast will get better and bigger. And I'll get better at this. And better equipment. (laughs) And try to pronounce my words better. But uh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.